2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Well, on Inside Access, we are big into the minor leagues and the Orioles farm system. And Jason, you got a very keen eye for who could be next for coming up on the big league club we were talking about mickey janice who made his major league debut but yesterday we were talking about dustin knight who is down with the tides now he recorded a save in last night's win seven to six over the knights and dustin knight
3: is joining us now what's going on dustin
0: hey how's it going
3: we're doing well thanks thanks for uh for your time um the more I researched you, the more I became fascinated by, by your journey to this point, Dustin. And there's a few holes in here that I'm, I'm hoping you can fill in. But is it correct that you were like basically kind of done with professional ball and training kids in the San Antonio area and messing around on TrackMan? And the, and the next thing you know, the Orioles and other teams are calling you to see if you want to keep your dream alive?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's basically what happened. I had mentally kind of given up. Uh, after the signing period had ended, a couple months went by, I was like, well, it's not going to happen for me, so I'm going to coach a uh, 12-and-under baseball team. And one of the guys I was helping training, he's in the Arizona Diamondbacks organization, Denson Hall, and I was just kind of helping him, training with him, and training with him, I actually kind of got my fastball up a little bit, so I was on track, man. My numbers were up. Uh, I don't know if that's Exactly what happened if they saw the data or not. But then a week later, the Orioles had called, texted me, and said they wanted to sign me to a contract. So, I mean, yeah, it was pretty exciting for me and my family.
3: <laughs> well, and now here you are. Um, you got a 1.08 ERA, a 1.08 WHIP. You're you're, you're closing games. Um, the league's only hitting 154 against you, and. You've seen a lot of guys with 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 similar stories Mickey Janice Watkins um you know even Alexander Wells who was kind of off on his own in Australia for a year during the pandemic get get their first taste I mean are, are what does that feel like I'm I mean it's got to be kind
0: of amazing It is it's great for those guys to get the opportunity to pitch at the highest level um all these guys are well deserving I mean they're extremely hard workers very knowledgeable and yeah I mean Guys like Spencer, Connor, and Mickey kind of had the same situation as me where, you know, they had to fight and claw to get every opportunity they had. And when they got that opportunity, they kind of ran with it. So, I mean, it's been pretty exciting to watch definitely here at Norfolk.
1: Well, Dustin, we've been burying the lead up until this point. We've got to know the backstory on the backflips. How did it start, and can you give me any pointers?
0: Uh, well, it started out in Double A when I was with the Giants. Uh, a guy named Will Clark... He he would see me do it in the outfield. And I hadn't gone and actually got a save at that point. He said, if you ever get a save opportunity, I want you to do that as soon as the game ends. So that kind of gave me an indication of, hey, I may actually get a chance to save a game. Later that night, lo and behold, I get that opportunity. Fortunately, I get out of it, three outs, do the backflip. And, uh, yeah, Will Clark said, you got to do that every time now. That's you. And... Yeah, the pointers. I'd be the wrong guy to ask. <laughs> I I kind of don't even think about it. I just jump and tilt my head back, and that is it.
3: <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Dustin, take take us back through 2019 here, because I'm I look at your transaction page, you know, on your bio, and you're with the Twins, and then in in early May, um, you're double A with them, and they let you go. Then you're with the Diablos Rojos del mexico until july 15th july 24th southern maryland blue Crabs signed free agent right-hand pitcher dustin knight then october 30th you are assigned to the adelaide giants in australia you're there i guess till november 22nd and then that's sort of where the professional baseball story ends what what was that year like
0: that year was unlike any other year of their experience you know when you move around that much going from I mean, country to country at that point. It's pretty rough mentally, rough physically. And kind of after Mexico is where I was like, well, I may not get to affiliated baseball ever again. So I was kind of checked out. That's when the point of checkout was. Obviously, it was always in the back of my Mm -hmm. mind. Maybe this could happen. But most guys, when they go to Mexico and then, uh, you know, the Atlantic Frontier League, it just – Unfortunately, it doesn't happen. So that year, I kind of find out who I was, what I was made of. Kind of found a little more fight in me than I had. So I mean, it, it was kind of good for growth in a sense of maturing as a person, maturing as I know what I need to do, know what I do best, and kind of going forward with that aspect.
3: Do you have any memory? I mean, you weren't in the, you weren't with the blue crabs very long. But do you have any anything stand out about your your time there? Or was that sort of like when you, you sort of started tra- getting the trajectory back up and kind of pulling yourself back up?
0: Yeah, I think the game that kind of really helped me. Well, the guy that helped me mainly was Matt Latos. He's a big, big name in the major leagues. Um, mentally, he gave me a lot of pointers that kind of just helped me. And then a couple of weeks later, I had a game where I struck out 17 guys in nine innings. Probably the best game I've ever pitched in my professional career. And I think that's kind of what kind of maybe put me on the mark as a question mark. But, yeah, I think just going there, having guys like Matt Latos around, having games where I threw the best of my career, uh, I think that kind of helped me stay around a little bit.
1: We're speaking to Norfolk Tides reliever, Dustin Knight. Tim Barblays, him for Kem Wyman with Jason. It's inside access on the fan. And Dustin, you just talked about all of the craziness that was 2019 and then being out of baseball altogether in 2020 to now getting another shot and excelling with the Tides. I mean, how gratifying is it to just work through those tough times to get to where you're at now?
0: I mean, every day I come to the field now, it's just – I got a smile on my face because this is an opportunity I would stay awake at night in 2020, just wishing I had. I remember driving home one day after I was training and I felt good. And I just started, you know, I was just like, well, this is never going to happen. You know, I'm never going to get back to affiliated ball. This is it. I'm done. Hang it up. So just being able to come here and just put on a jersey in the minor leagues is I really can't put into words because this is something that I've wanted for a year and a half, just wishing, hoping that that opportunity came again.
3: Well, it, it has been the land of opportunity here a little bit for, for guys who, who kind of come off the beaten path a little bit. We mentioned some of the other guys who, who have been promoted. Do you even allow yourself to think what that might be like to, to be called into the skipper's office and told you're going to the show?
0: You know, I actually thought about that a little bit last night as kind of going over the Spencer Watkins thing and, you know, talking to him quite a bit since he's been here and just seeing him, how emotional he was and how these guys that have gone through the same journey have gotten that opportunity. It's definitely creeped in my mind, but I kind of have to stay away from that mentality Mm -hmm. as, you know, it's out of my control. I can't control that call but definitely thinking about it as <laughs> a lot if that makes sense
3: yeah no it does and you you keep taking care of business on the mound man i you know we're, we're I- I mean I just there <laughs> there seems to be a lot of movement and I think they're gonna trade some relievers up here before the deadline. So we're we're definitely pulling for you to have the perseverance to stick with this the way you have. Um and, well, and with the that. with the way you're getting people out down there in Norfolk, man, it would it would be a pretty cool thing to see at Camden Yards.
0: Yeah, you know, it'd be uh like I said, it'd be a dream come true. So we'll we'll just keep trucking and staying on the path.
1: He's Dustin Knight. He's trucking it for the Norfolk Tides as a reliever, and maybe he could be up here at some point this year. Dustin, thanks so much for taking the time. We appreciate it.
0: Yes, thank you for having me.
1: Thank you. you got it. 410-583-1057. Crazy, yeah, it, I mean, you can hear it in his <laughs> yeah. voice where he was, you know, he thought he was done. Coaching 12-year-olds. <laughs> And and the story was to a T, you know, put up numbers with the track man and got the call, signed a contract with the Orioles and just and excelling at the yeah. level that he's yeah he's not just showing up there as a four ERA like no one yeah and, and he's he's
3: now their closer and not that the Orioles are necessarily going to you know closer matters to them that much but and he's one of these guys when I follow this really closely he really hasn't had a bad outing yet so they they he's got to be on their radar. Well, it is 4th of July weekend, so there's going to
1: be a lot of six-packs consumed. Well, we have a six-pack of our own after the break. The six Orioles, who will step up in the second half and make a better impression. That is next. Tim Barbalays in for Ken Wyman with Jason Locke and Foro on Inside Access, and we're taking up until 6 on the fam.
3: Inside, Inside.
2: Access. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.